Hi. Oh, hi. This is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Tatiana Robertson. Tatiana is a self-love and anti-diet advocate and a domestic violence survivor and advocate. Welcome to the show, Tatiana. Hi, Gigi. So glad to be here with you. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit more about you and where you are from? I'm in Canada on the West Coast. Uh, it's a beautiful day here, as you can see, because the light is pouring through my window right now, and I'm absolutely enjoying it. You can hear the sounds of people doing some construction work with their garden, I guess, in the background. Um, a little bit about where I'm from. I grew up in this town. I moved back to my hometown after traveling the world for a number of years. And when it came time to like go back to school and just sort of settle down in my life, I decided to come home because where I grew up is a beautiful place. It's an island. We have the mountains here. It's an island, but it's the size of Belgium. <laughs> and it's, we've got the mountains here, the beach. I'm just, I'm a Pacific Northwest girl. What can I say? I love it. Now you are a domestic violence survivor. Tell us a little bit more about this major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. You know, I've done a lot of thinking about how it was that I ended up in the marriage that I did. And one thing that people need to understand is that um, it's not every day that is a terrible day. It doesn't start off terribly, um, but when the warning signs are there, um, I, I wasn't attuned to them. They didn't set off red flags for me. So I, I didn't grow up in a happy household. I'd spent several years in foster care when I was quite young. And so my understanding of who I was, how I deserve to present in the world, how I underst what I understood love to look like, um, was distorted and it wasn't, it wasn't healthy. And so when I experienced this within my partnerships and then in my marriage, it felt natural. I actually had this one beautiful man who I dated in university, who was just an absolute gem and a delight. And when I look back, I think I was, I remember talking with my roommate and I always felt unsettled because he was so caring and loving. And I, I, and he, like, I would get sick. And I remember one time I got sick and he brought me like, fresh squeezed orange juice and magazines because that's what his mom liked when she wasn't feeling well. And I was like, who is this person? Because I'd never experienced that feeling of being nurtured and cared for and loved that way. And so when I went out into the world looking for a partner, it was quite natural that I formed an attachment to somebody who um, gave me that same sense of uh, being unbalanced, of being on eggshells, because that was familiar. And I, I talk a lot because um, I'm anti-diet, but I'm certainly about healthy living. And when I'm 
working with women, I talk about being your comfort zone might not be comfortable. It just means that it's comfortable to you because you know it. And that's what can happen when you are in an abusive relationship. It's, it's painful, but that pain is a familiar pain that you can become very comfortable with because you know to expect it. There's no surprises. And I, I found myself in that place. I found myself with three beautiful, talented children that I adore with all of my heart, right? Would do anything for them that I absolutely loved. And I found myself at the same time and I was very successful in my career and I was a hundred pounds overweight and I was dying on the inside. I had everything on paper that anybody could hope for. My husband was very charming. People really liked him. Um, everybody thought we were the perfect couple and, and I was just, I, I talk about being in that comfort zone, but at the same time, I didn't even want to be on the planet anymore. Like I just, I didn't want to exist. I was so continually fatigued from just the day to day. Then something happened within my family and I realized for the first time, I thought this whole time I'm sheltering my children. I have to stay here because these precious children and you know, when I am very rational and the statistics say, you know, that parents have to stay together if you want to have good outcomes. And, and at that point, I didn't love myself enough to do what was right for our family, but I loved my children enough to do what was right for our family. And that's when I realized I have to get my life together. And that's when I started my journey. Amen. Very inspiring. Very inspiring. Thank you for sharing that. Now, tell us more about a time in your life where you experienced an aha moment. An aha moment. Oh my gosh. Do you know what? I'm a lifelong learner. You know, we were talking about that earlier and you know, I am like, I just, and I feel like, and I love this. I'm 50 and I swear to God, I have aha moments almost every single day. I, I love, um, I love talking with my kids about what it is that they're doing in their life. I love listening to podcasts on things that I know nothing about. And whether it's like something to do with a science or something to do with how the brain works or whether it's a like right now I'm reading Atomic Habits. And if you haven't read James Clear's Atomic Habits, oh my gosh, I do not know this man, but I am like big time fan. Wow. I mean, every chapter I'm like, I've underlined it. <laughs> and so aha moments for me, they don't have to be world explosions because I think that the real changes, I believe that the real changes in our life happen from those 
incremental small changes that we happen every single day. And James Clear actually talks about it. And it's like the idea of compound interest, right? Where if you improve 1% every single day at the end of the year, you don't just get like 1% on top of, you get also the compound interest of that because you're putting 1% on top of that, right? So I feel like that's what moves the needle forward for all of us is that as long as we remain curious, it doesn't have to be, people think changes in their lives have to be big things and big things can trigger an action, but it's the little changes that bring those actions to life that result in the big changes. So my aha moments are little things that get me to shift my perception of the world every day, just that little bit. Absolutely. How about you? I'd love to know Gigi's aha moment recently. Yes. Well, my aha moment was when I almost lost my life, death by strangulation in a domestic violence relationship. And as you know, as you are aware, and for the audience that's listening, Tatiana is a domestic violence survivor, as we spoke about earlier. And my heart just truly goes out to you. And it's so important to continue to raise awareness and educate others about domestic violence and what it is. And I want to circle back to one of the character traits that you mentioned earlier in regards to the individual coming off very charming and charismatic in the beginning. It's one of the signs that you really have to look out for. So great point there, Tatiana. And I, I do want to ask you now, what is your why that keeps you going? That keeps me going in my work or on a, or just keeps me going every day? In life. I really believe that we have one life. I would love to think that we um, are reincarnated, but the truth is, is that even if we're reincarnated, it's not this life. And I, I love this life that I have. Like I love it with a joy of a woman who knew what the depths of despair were and so can just, I appreciate every sunrise. I, I don't have to think, and I'm not saying that I don't have down days. Um, I mean, I, I absolutely do. I'm completely human that way, but truly I feel such joy for everything that I, I know that I can create the life I want. I feel that power within me. I no longer, I know what it is to feel powerless. And I know I'm not in that situation. And I know that I will never be in that situation again. I know that because I've done the work. I've, I've done the therapy. I continue to, I continue to learn. I continue to understand myself. And so simply the joy of life, of the seasons changing, of the things that I have to look forward to every day, that keeps me going. I, I don't know how better to explain it, but I also have this mission of wanting others to feel this way. I've learned so much during COVID and our quarantine and social distancing. I've seen how people have turned inwards I've also seen how we've 
so desperately missed contact with each other, but some have really taken this time to figure out what makes their heart sing? What are their priorities in life? I know I have, and I've loved having conversations with other people that have as well. And so helping people, helping women to reframe their life, to have their health, because if you don't have your health, what do you have? What is the point of all of this if we cannot get up and enjoy it? If we have the ability to walk and feel the sand between our toes, to climb a mountain and feel the breeze at the top of the mountain, to just be able to sit at a table with our friends and eat a home-cooked meal. Does anything sound better today after everything that we have just gone through? Does a fancy car in any way sound better than that? I that's where I'm at. That's what gets me up every day now. It's just a joy of the gift that I have been given to have this life and to finally realize that in spite of all of that trauma, in spite of all the things that have happened in my life, that was part of the journey. And maybe what I got from that journey was just this deep appreciation for everything going forward. Amen. Very uplifting. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Oh, I really believe. I know I say this a lot and it's funny because you'll go in clubhouse rooms and people will say, and like Tatiana says, what makes your heart sing? You, when we get in touch, and I believe that socially, like our North American culture, because you know I'm here in Canada, and we've gone through this traumatic, like this trauma, this shared trauma, but also this great um, turning point. And I think a lot of people, and certainly myself included, have, in spending time with yourself, have really reflected in. And when you think, what am I doing every day? What are you doing every day that helps you feel like you are living your life's purpose? So if you think, um, me, being outside, uh, breathing fresh air, like it just helping others, um, being of service. These are things that I, that make me feel like I am serving my purpose and that also rejuvenate me. So I'm making sure that my cup is filled by getting what I need so that I can you know, spill into other cups. But if I said that, but then the actions of my daily life did not align with that, then that would not be walking in purpose. Walking in purpose is understanding what makes your heart sing, 
what makes you feel like you are moving towards or acting on your purpose, but it's a daily activity. So every day, what can you point to one thing that shows how you are creating and continuing to maintain and create that vision for your future or fulfilling that purpose because walking is an action and so it's not sitting there contemplating what you're going to do it's about doing the doing and it can and and it really needs to be daily otherwise you're not living it because your life is made up of the things that you do on a daily basis i just love that question it really got me to think about what is it Thank I you, love Jen. it. Yeah. You're welcome. Now, where can the audience find you, Tatiana? Uh, the best place to find me is actually on Instagram because my website, because now I'm launching a weight, like not just, I'm still doing my one-on-ones. I actually have now a VIP program for my one-on-ones, but I'm really limiting. I've said that I'm only going to take five women this summer because, and I think I only have three spots left. Um, so I am developing a course so that I can help more women, uh, but have also had this amazing, beautiful designer. Um, she's just developed the most fabulous materials, but the website isn't ready yet. And I'm thinking it'll be a couple of weeks. So right now, if you want to reach me, the best place to reach me is Instagram. And really, when you read my post, you get to know an awful lot about me. And that is at tea like the beverage tea underscore robertson and that's on instagram you can find me on clubhouse but it's not as easy to really find people there so i would say instagram send me a direct message and then we can set up a half hour call that's of course complimentary just to see if i'm a fit with um with your needs around you know health wellness weight loss and confidence building because all of those things are so integral and you really want to look at um, shifting and changing your life into a life of purpose and joy that you want to live every day. And the weight is truly secondary because honestly, the weight comes off, but it's not just pounds, it's expectations, it's self-criticism, it's self-doubt that you lose. It's about truly you know, stepping into the joy of your life and restructuring. So it's a change. It really is because I, without getting too, too much into it, I mean, our, our brains are miraculous things and they also lie to us and we get these terrible patterns. And I think of, you know, we can talk about neural pathways, but we all have patterns in our life. And it's like you're walking on a well-worn path through the forest. You can tell I grew up in the Pacific Northwest because I always use like forest analogies or beach analogies, but you're walking on this forest. And one of the things that I work with women on is helping them take that chance to venture on a new path. And it won't take you to the same place. But the thing is, is that you don't want to go to the same place because your comfort zone has you in a place where you are not enjoying life. In order to get to that new place, you have to work through the discomfort. And at the same time, what you really do is you actually create new neural pathways in your brain 
that set those new pathways for the new habits. You restructure your environment so that you're set up to win. So we remove cues that um, trigger you towards eating and um, less healthy habits and learn how to incorporate ones that are going to help you to achieve your ultimate goals so that you really are work, walking in your purpose every day. If your purpose is to be a healthy, joyful individual, which everyone can be, it's everything that you need is inside you. You don't need a pill, you don't need a tea, everything. It's not motivation and self-control. Those are like fabrications. They, they aren't real. We all have um, habits and it's about restructuring them. And it's also a journey of self-love and self-acceptance. I love it. Being, yeah. True to our true selves on the inside. Incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Tatiana at T. That's T-E-A underscore R-O-B-E-R-T-S-O-N. And Tatiana, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Gigi. And I'm so glad that we got to reconnect.